Welcome to the podcast Potables Network, part of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Right now, you are listening to Popcorn and Potables. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star rating, and a review on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and untapped at Process Potables and at Popcorn PPN. For news, info on breweries we work with, and more, check out www.processpotables.com. Popcorn and Potables is on tap. Cheers, everybody. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the first ever episode of Popcorn and Potables. My name is Mike DeMora, and I will be your host throughout this adventure. A little bit about me so you listeners can get to know me a little bit better. I studied radio TV film at Rowan University, learned everything I could about filmmaking, but me personally, I always enjoyed the writing part. I wrote a few short films, but never really went anywhere with them, so maybe that could be something I bring up on a future episode and go over the obnoxious things I wrote about. I'm also a huge horror movie nerd, so we'll have some fun with that soon, too. With me co-hosting today is a friend of mine, Mary. What's up? Hello there. I'm Mary. I didn't study anything fun in college like Mike, um, but I watched so much TV and movies, some might call it a bad coping mechanism. Oh, all right. Well, on today's episode, we're going to play a little game for you guys. We're going to play a Star Wars movie quote game, and I'll explain the rules when we get there. Also, we have our main discussion for today regarding the three main characters from the Star Wars franchise. We're going to tackle Anakin, Luke, and Rey. After that, it'll be more of a anything goes for the Star Wars franchise. But first, here's this week's Quick Sips. So in news today, AMC bans Universal Pictures from its theaters. Universal released Trolls World Tour digitally and made nearly $100 million. They decided to take a risk releasing the movie to help people cope with the quarantine. They still plan to save their big blockbusters for theaters when they open back up. AMC fell a little slighted by the move, and now they refuse to show any film released by Universal Pictures. Universal will continue to have discussions with their partner, but plan to release films both in theaters and digitally. In other news, Amazon is rumored to buy AMC Theaters. AMC is currently losing money, now nearly 70% of their revenue. Things that could change if Amazon happens to buy the theater chain. Amazon could lower ticket prices, but also raise concession prices. The movie membership, such as AMC Stubbs, can now become part of Amazon Prime. And Amazon can possibly get even better talent for Prime Originals and even release them to theaters. And finally, Tom Cruise is going to work with NASA and Elon Musk to film a movie in space. He plans to take a SpaceX rocket into space to film an action movie on the International Space Station. SpaceX is a company owned by Musk that's an aerospace manufacturer and space transportation service. SpaceX will try to launch their first manned mission into space very soon. And that's all I have for you today on Quick Sips. So not only is it me and Mary on the show today, I have two special guests on with me. I have Dan and I have Steve. What's up, guys? Hey. Hey, hey, what's going on, Mike? Happy to be on the debut of Popcorn and Potables, and would like to officially welcome you to the Podcast Potables Network, man. Hell I'm yeah. hyped. Welcome. Excited for this journey. It's going to be awesome. So I guess let's go on uh, with what beers we're drinking tonight. I guess I'll start. 
So tonight I am drinking Three Threes Brewing Back to Reality India Pale Ale. Now this is one of my newer favorite beers. I have so many of these in my fridge at home because Dan actually got me hooked on these one night I was over here and it was awesome. So let me just give you a little description of this. So first it's a 6% ABV. And the description on the website, it's a bright IPA in the truest sense. Heavy additions of wheat and oats create a lush mouthfeel. We wallop this one with some of our favorite American hops in the Whirlpool and Dry Hop. Notes of ripe orange peel, fresh pick tangerine, and citrus. An all-day crusher that won't tire the palate. So that's what I got today. To show that artwork off. Yeah, oh, yeah I just look, showed it up, but it's here. It's all the, look, everybody. the great look people. The God, yeah. don't. Oh God! Oh man! Oh, All right, well, we got that. We got that close up. So yeah, so it's back to the future related for you know the first ever episode of Popcorn and Potables. Steve, you also got it. What do you think? Oh, I love it. We uh, it's been a couple months now when we last went to three threes for their three year anniversary. Sounds or right. Second, yeah, three threes three year anniversary. If that's not correct, it should be because it's no. Sounds good. Actually, it might have been the fourth. Oh, fourth! Because I think it was oh, three okay. since they bought it because they had oh, bought it that's from. Right, that's right. But I think it was the four year of the overall right. brewery. Uh, but very, very solid brewery, and like Mike said, this is probably one of my favorite can art, if that's a term. Yeah, of beer, I agree. and it's just so awesome. And growing up watching Back to the Future, you even appreciate it much more. Hell so yeah. highly great beer on top of all of that. And also, you can follow Three Threes on Instagram at three the number three s brewing, and also on Twitter at three the number three s brew. So, Mary, what are you drinking over there? I am drinking uh, Bone Saw Brewing Company Squeezins. And fun fact: I had my first date with Mike's girlfriend at Bone Saw yeah. Brewing, and I didn't get wasted and make an ass of myself. So that was a first. Um, so it's a West Coast hybrid. Uh, it's very orangey, uh, tangerines and orange. And you can find them at Bonesaw Brewing uh, on Twitter and Instagram. I was just there today. Picked up three Crowlers, two beers that I've never had from there. A uh, New England IPA and their uh, Two Hundo, which is like a West Coast IPA, but it clocks in, I think, around 9%. Ooh, nice. I have them in the fridge upstairs, so maybe at some point tonight we'll uh, we'll break one or Crack two of them out. But yeah. Very excited. I also went to Axe and Arrow today, which is what I'm drinking here. They uh, started canning the Axe, and this is a brand new batch that just came out today. It is their flagship double IPA, clocks in at 8.5%. A lot of hop flavor, a little bit of like undertones of fruit, but mostly just a straight double IPA. It doesn't taste like 8.5 at all, but it hits like it. So it's very enjoyable. You can see... Like uh, kind kind of dark, uh, fits along the lines of that double IPA, but again, a lot of hop flavor. So I would say it it also has a little bit of orange taste, kind of similar to the squeezins, but the squeezins like punches you in the face with orange. Yeah, this is really kind of subtle, uh, but balances out the hops a lot. So really big fan of it. So uh, I, I love that can art too. That's yeah, a pretty the, sick the, can. The can art's sick. The now that they've started canning a lot of their artwork, like I know you saw the uh, the sour one I had, yeah. I think it was called Tropic Thunder. Yeah, actually. <laughs> like that art was was really good. And then they have one now, I believe it's called Shattered Ceilings or something like that. That is also very cool artwork. It looks a lot like the Tropic Thunder one, uh, but like vibrant, lots of color. Big fan of that. And yeah, uh, really really good beer. You can find them on Instagram at Axe and Arrow Brewing, all spelled out. All right, well, I guess now it's time to start our Star Wars game. 
So let me just go over the rules real quick. So it's going to be a movie quote game for you guys, all right? So we're only going to do the episodes, so episodes one through nine. Um, you're going to get a point for if you can guess the character that said it, and you'll get a, a bonus point if you can guess, guess the movie. Um, yeah, if you can guess one or the other, you'll get a point. If you guess both, you'll get two. So I got you know 15 quotes, kind of like a round table. Probably start with Mary, Dan, and Steve. Um, yeah, if you guys are ready. What do I win? You win this <laughs> awesome Show Me the Money Award. And Sweet. you get to keep it. Would that be like Tom Cruise Show Me the Money by any chance? It just so might be. Wait, is that an award or is that a Dundee? That looks like a Dundee. Well, it's, an, <laughs> it's a Dundee, but we're a movie pod, so that's what oh, I'm keeping okay. a movie. Not kind Fair of, enough. No, that's okay. Fuck it, man. <laughs> we're, any, it. Anything you can eat popcorn and watch... We're talking about it. The right. Now, is there a punishment for if I lose? You like, can, if I get the whole thing wrong? I mean, we can make one. You want, I didn't really thought about that. I know if you're going to make me, like, You drink. have to watch Chasing Amy. I mean, no, yeah. I mean, from zero if you, to... If yeah. you get... I don't want to play that. <laughs> all right, yes. Let's do this. So, if you can guess both, you're good. If you only guess one of the two, you take one sip. If you don't guess either... You take a nice long two sipper. Great punish me. Okay, I, I, I got a good idea. Whoever finishes last, they have to admit like a guilty pleasure movie that they're really embarrassed about. What the fuck? How about that? Let's save that for the next uh, one. This, you just do this that. Is anyway. Star Wars, this is all Star Wars. This is all Star Wars. My shame out. Listen, there I'm probably gonna lose. So, <laughs> what would have been, man? I like that's the problem is I would even have to think about. It. Like I would just sit here like. Uh, uh, I immediately. Uh. Know. I also really have no shame, so it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, let's let's go. All right, so we, we ready here? Yeah. Let's do this. All right, I got one softball for each of you guys first. To start up. this off, all right? We ready? All right, Mary, you're first, let's all right? Go. All right, first one. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. Obi-Wan Kenobi, my, my beautiful baby father, Ewan McGregor. Absolutely. Do you know the episode? Yeah, it is episode three. All right, so you get two yeah. points. Sweet. All right. So let's see, Dan. Oh, should I put in the uh, the applause here? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I'll find out later. Find out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, since I found out Dan's favorite episode, I'm not going to give him that one. Okay. <laughs> so, still an easy one. Softball tossing up to you. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. So that would be Princess Leia in episode four. Yes, Dan. Also, applause. All right, Steve, you ready? Let's go. All right. I'm a Jedi, like my father before me. That's not a softball. (laughs) Um, What? (laughs) It's a pretty famous quote, I thought. That's Luke, and that is from... Is that Return of the Jedi? Yes, it is. Okay. All right, there we go. All right. All right. That's Everybody awesome. gets applause for the first yeah. one. All right. Softball. So now anything goes. Now I'm going to fuck up. Yeah. Hey, at least we, I mean, he set us up to look really bad if any of us got those wrong. So I'm happy yeah. we, we yeah. passed yeah. out. Yes. I felt confident in that. All right. Here we go. All right. Shit. Still a couple easy ones mixed in, but don't you're gonna make me. I'm not going to jump around on my order that I have here. I kind of jumped around to help you guys. You're supposed right to make middle. everybody look good, and you're yeah. only yeah. setting they're everybody just, up to look bad by, like, by oh, yeah, but, qualifying but, but them as easy. But if we all look bad, then Mike just looks like an even bigger nerd. Well, like so yeah, who's really the loser here? Yeah, I'm, all of us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean we're all here to talk Star Wars. We're all nerds in the sense. Yeah. All right, we ready? 
Now I don't know. This could be a softball. I don't know. I'm you know I'm just going my order. All right, stop making me feel worse about it. All right. <laughs> Use the force, Luke. No, is that Obi Wan Kenobi again? Yes. Yes, but it's not the sexy one. Uh, <laughs> uh, You're not in the granddads. I'm gonna say that that's episode five. No, it's episode four. So you get to take our first sip of the game. Sick. I mean, I've been sipping, but not yeah. re- required sips. Yeah, <laughs> casual sips. So, yeah, you got a point. It's still good. If it's Obi-Wan All right, Kenobi, I you don't get it. the applause though. All right, Dan, this one's uh, not exactly a softball for you. So, you Kay. ready? Yeah. Stand together, die together. Stand together, die together. Just kind of think of the context of. The yeah, thing, you know. I I don't know if I can think of who said it. I'm. Guessing though, it is it episode one? No. All right, then I have no idea. It's Palpatine episode nine when Ray and Kylo are together at the very end. Oh, that makes oh, sense. Shit. Why I don't remember it? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. all right. I think I'm gonna sad trombone myself here. <laughs> That's a double sip chug boy right there. Chug all right. Boy. Oh no, I'm so upset. <laughs> oh no. All right, you have Steve. Have to drink beer. You ready? I'm ready. The Force is with you, young Skywalker, but you are not a Jedi yet. All right, is that uh, Master Yoda from Empire? No, it's but Vader from Empire. It's Vader from Empire, but you still got a point. Okay, so yeah, I'm already yeah. upset. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was not on the same skill level as the other two. No, as I said, it was, and they're all mixed in. Andy Bernard oh, sure. always okay. wins or he quits because they're unfair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so for that, Steve, you take a nice little sipsy there. Sippy sip. All right. You so are we three, three, two? So we are, yeah. So I have a three, two, three because you're in the middle there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Come back, baby. You ready for this one? Um, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, this one's uh, not an easy one. So. Is it Obi-Wan Kenobi? Stop qualifying them. Yeah, come on. You're making me feel stupid. Are you ready? Yeah, I've been. There's always a bigger fish. Shit. I don't know. Think about it. Dr. Seuss? <laughs> I like that one. That's a good take. There's always a bigger fish. Think about the movies. Think about when you see fish. When the hell do you see fish in oh. Star Wars? Oh, so no. I think I, I, think I, think I, I know. know. I mean, do we want to do, you, do we add steel no, here? I mean, I, mean, I nah. think like we should. We, you don't get the points, but. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Is it Qui-Gon episode one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I hate that one. Like half of that fucking movie's in an aquarium, so before this, I was like, I hate that one. But, but like, I don't, I don't remember him saying it. But yeah. like he said, think of where you were. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it's definitely. In the, it, it, it sounded like a Qui Gon thing. I just wasn't sure where. Yeah, it would don't be. don't yeah. feel bad for forgetting that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I try to forget Phantom Menace. I Same way, I'm not that upset that I remember something from episode yeah. nine. Yeah. All right, Dan, you ready? Yep. Strong am I with the Force, but not that strong. Say it again. Strong am I with the force, oh, okay, but not I. that strong. Damn. The only person that it doesn't seem like it's exactly his way of talking, but is that Yoda? It is Yoda. Okay. That's exactly That's what one I was point. thinking. It's like, it's not exactly how he phrases things, but he's the only one that would say that that way. Yes. Semi-backwards. Yeah. So is it from, is that from Empire? No, it's from Return of the Jedi. Is it? Yes. Because mm. I noticed in Return of the Jedi and All like right. the prequels, I only got one. he speaks a little bit more like not always backwards. He like mixes it up. Yeah. And then the yeah. prequels, it's all backwards. All right, Steve. You ready to take the lead in this Let's round? Let's go. Let's see. All right. Die, Jedi dogs. Oh, what did I say? I know all the uh, ones that are mine. 
Yeah, die Jedi dogs, die. Um, hmm. Let me use a lifeline here. Phone a friend. 50, yeah, phone a friend. Now, um, Are you asking me then? <laughs> is this from... I'm just going to guess. Is it General Grievous from episode three? No. It is three. C-3PO from C-3PO. episode two. Yes. Really? Like cut off his head. He was wearing he was the, the other... He's wearing the droid head. The other oh. droid. Yeah, and they start shooting at them. He's like, oh. I would have had no idea yeah. if I didn't watch it last time. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I was like, I remember that because he was so upset. All right. We're all tied at three right now. So Okay. Here we go. Do I have any... Uh, drinking three threes. Let's see. I'm going to take a sipsy here because I'm getting a little parched. Remember, three threes, back to reality. Good stuff. All Two right. more rounds? Yeah, I got a couple more here. You ready? You ready? I do it. You are no Vader. You are just a child in a mask. That is, oh, that is Snoke saying that to Kylo Ren. And I feel like it's the last Jedi. Yes, you're right. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's a double If pointer. there's a sexy person in it, I, I'm, I'm going to know the quote. Snoke is sexy? No. I, I, I thought mean, it, I, I thought it know. might be Hawks. I was torn on if it was Snow or Hawks. Like, Wait, Listen, don't sleep on Hawks. Okay? That, well, that was my point. He's a beautiful I'll man. Say, like, That's even, where I thought you were going with it. But <laughs> or it's like, it do you Snoke. have a weird thing with like Andy Circus? Like, uh, you know what? I do. I'm like Gollum from here. <laughs> Yikes! Are right, you ready? Yeah, ready to get everyone else's right and mine wrong. <laughs> All right, you. You're afraid that you'll never be as strong as Darth Vader. Okay. Need to need to repeat. So let me know. I'll do it. No, man, I don't think I know. Um, I'm gonna guess. Um, Is it? I can. You want me to give you a clue? Sure. All right. It's the the newer trilogy. A oh, okay, good. Then I was completely it. wrong. So. Is that Huck saying it to Kylo Ren? No. Oh, okay. And I mean, I have a one in three chance. Is it? Is it Episode Seven? It is. It's Ray talking to Kylo in Episode right. Seven. Ooh. So you get a point. So when she goes back into his head, when he's like trying to get all the info out of her, <clears throat> makes sense. Who said that to sad games? <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten two from the new trilogy, and I'm I'm feeling targeted. All right. It's okay. I'll help you out the next round, the final round. All right, Steve, you ready? Yep. The dark side is in our nature. Surrender to it. It's a very seductive quote. Uh, right? I think I have this one. <laughs> it could be so many people. I'm just going to guess. Is it uh, Palpatine in episode nine? Not Palpatine. Is it but Vader it in is. episode five? No, it's actually Kylo Ren in episode nine. So you do get a point. Oh, damn. Okay. Who so, did you say that to? Um, to Ray. Right. Yeah, to Ray. I'm ashamed right now. So right now... We are going to the final round. Let's Scores see. as is. Mary has five. Chicka, chicka, yeah. Dan and Steve tied with four. So, last round. You ready? Ready. Yeah, go. Let's do it. All right. All right, Mary, you're up. All right. Oh. Don't do that. That's cruel. I sense great fear in you, Skywalker. You have hate. You have anger. But you don't use them. Son of a bitch. Can you say it again? Sure. I sense great fear in you, Skywalker. You have hate, you have anger, but you don't use them. It sounds like someone talking to Anakin. So I'm going to say it's in the prequels. Is it Qui-Gon Jinn? No. Who is it? Well, you want to guess the movie? I'm going to say episode four. 
No. So it's Count Dooku in episode three before he Damn. gets his head chopped off. I had a feeling was that. Damn I wouldn't have gone either. Oh, of those. That was a hard one. I love Count Dooku. He's the dad. He's the dad in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He's uh Lord um, Saruman. Saruman, yes. Yeah, in Lord of the Rings, he's he played Dracula back in the day. Yes, he was he was a daddy back in the what? day, man. He's got a hot voice. I gotta check that out. He's got a hot voice. <laughs> All right. Well mm, I got a softball mixed in. I don't know who I want to give it to. I feel bad. Let's go with Master Kenobi. You disappoint me. Yoda holds you in such high esteem. Surely you can do better. Is that Grievous episode three? No, it's Dooku in episode two. Damn. I'm so mad I knew that. I was like, no, it's him again. All right, Steve. Well, final question. All right, all right, all right. You, you have a chance to tie with Mary to go into a bonus round, or you can Ooh. win it all right here. I have to get both the movie and a character. Yes. Your prizes right. are either a boat or the mystery box. Oof. Or door number three. There's no one or two, just three. Yeah. I don't know. Mystery <laughs> box sounds fun. All right. All right. Hit me. Let's go. All right. It's a trap. No way. Are you oh serious? Um, if you don't get this, I swear to I, God. I, I'm blanking on the name, so hold on. It's shit. You only need one. Tell I you. know. It's, um. I think it's Empire, and I think the character is, oh, my God, I am blanking. Like, I, I know it. He has that stupid fish head and face, <laughs> but I am completely blanking. Yeah. Not Arn Anderson. What? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, I even have an action figure of him at my work office. Oh, come on, dude. Oh, dude, wow. I know. Like, you set seriously. yourself up for failure. Oh, he has such a then. good, catchy name. Are you I know. serious? Oh. I can't believe I didn't get this one. <laughs> I know. I got like a deep cut Dooku. Come on. Oh. I think you're out of time, man. Yeah, I, mean, I just. You don't want to take a guess? No, I. I... All right, is Empire your final answer? Yeah. All right, yeah, it's not Empire. God damn. So it's Admiral Akbar in episode six. Ugh. So with that, it's Mary wins five huh. questions. You, you win the Show Me the Money Award. So you can, you can do that. I hate Tom Cruise, so that's just great. That's <laughs> just great. Well, we also have some other nameplates. You could have the Kind of a Bitch Award. Whoa. Or you could take the Fine Work Award. I think she just won the Kind of a Bitch Award in her receipt I mean, I, of that. I would think for that you guys. Wow. So, I'm going to stay with my Tom Cruise. You know what? All right. I'm going to stay with Tom Cruise. It's Tom fine. Cruise. Help me, Tom Cruise. Space. All right. So that was the end of our game there. And Mary won with five points. Congratulations. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Sweet. All right. So let's kick off our main topic of discussion tonight. The three main characters in Star Wars. I'm going to kick it off with Anakin. That's all right with you guys. Sounds good. All right. Does it sound good? The only thing is not <laughs> Sounds good Sounds great, buddy. I am a big Anakin fan. Oh, I am too. I'm not a big Hayden Christensen fan. Just let me throw that out there. But I feel Anakin was a misunderstood character throughout the entire prequel trilogy. Now, are you saying that... His character is like he's portraying somebody misunderstood or we misunderstood what the character is. A little bit of both. Now, I think more so the way he's written and how the other characters portray him. I think he's written a little bit more deeper than people actually realize. 
See, I feel like the directing is a really big part of that. Like, they're all very yes. still. Like, you have great actors like Natalie Portman and Aaron Gregg, and they're all yes. kind of, like, stick up their butts. Yeah. I wonder if he's awkward, too, because I think Hayden Christensen's Canadian. Just putting that out there. Wow. Like maybe. You know, How dare you? Sidebar. How dare you? Mary's Canadian. Okay. I'm Wait, technically Canadian. What's technically Canadian? Well, like, my grandma was Canadian, but, like, That's I wasn't born in Canada. From Canada. Okay. Well, I was from Canada, so... I mean, I if my that if, means, if I'm was. Irish because ancestors were from Ireland, and I'm also Canadian because my grandma's from Canada, so how's it any different? Like you were born there, like I'll give that to you, but I'm still Canadian. I don't know. I can just throw it in your face a little more. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That's not very Canadian, though. Contradicting yourself. Well, I'm American. Like, hey, buddy. I've been in America okay. way too long, so now I'm just a dick. And also, like <laughs> the top of your mouth is supposed to disconnect from the bottom, and I I'm wish not it did. It. I wish it did. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Back to the topic at hand. So, so I felt the writing was pretty bad in the prequel trilogy compared to the original trilogy. I don't know if it's something George Lucas was just... I don't know if he was in the process of selling, you know, his stuff at the time during this. I mean, I know it came later when he eventually did sell it, but just the acting was so bad, it felt like, considering they had such great actors, you know, in these movies... And it just felt so forced to hear them talk. And I didn't like Hayden Christensen playing Anakin, but I don't. I couldn't even tell you who I wanted to play him at the time. I mean, because when these movies came out, I mean, I was... What about God. Skeet Ulrich? Yeah, I was like, I was like 12 opinion. or 13. Yeah, Skeet you know, I was young, but I mean, he would have been cool, I guess, to play Absolutely. him. But. And listen, I mean, even in the original trilogy, none of those actors were really famous before the movie came out, with the exception I mean, there was I mean, of Harrison Ford. I mean, there was a couple. They've always I mean, been wary of having anybody who's already typecasted exactly, or anything. Yeah. That's yeah. always been a big thing. Because I well, think at that point, like Harrison Ford was like kind of known, but I don't think he was the big star because that was before. Let me end. ask, no, let me ask you movie. in the first three, like who are the, are there any actors that you actually think did a really good job? Because I would say like the three that stick out to me that I, that I do appreciate in those, especially considering all they had to work through between the poor writing and the poor people they were like working with is I think you McGregor did a really yes. good oh, job. Yeah. Uh, whoever plays Dooku. Cause I don't yes, Christopher Lee. Yeah, awesome. Christopher I would Lee say he would be yeah. did a great job. One. And then I think Samuel L. Jackson, which yeah. would have never made sense to me that he could play in star Wars. Like I think he actually does a really great job in that movie. I mean, I love Sam Jackson, but just the thing with that, it just seems like he's playing the same character in every movie he's in. No, not in that one. I don't know. It didn't, it didn't yeah. really seem. He dials much it down different. in that. Is he's it because he's a little bit. motherfucker? Is that? What <laughs> I mean, it is? that would have been great. I think that's exactly. Yeah. It might be the only movie I haven't seen him say I'm motherfucker. Use a motherfucking in. force on you. <laughs> I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes in this motherfucking council. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that was not. I think I have to cut that. <laughs> Wait, don't we have the, the cricket sound bit or something? Well, that'd be a good one. There you go. But that brings me to my point. The snakes on the council. I mean, that's why Anakin became an asshole. Because of the fucking Jedi on the council. I mean, Anakin was always an asshole. Yeah. I don't, there, he always yeah. was. That's because his biggest flaw is pretty much his loyalty and his fear. His biggest flaw is he grew up on a planet that was all sand. And when yeah. you get sand in your vagina, you become irritated. <laughs> I can attest to that. <laughs> I can. I'm the only one here that can, and it's it's not. It's you don't upsetting. know that. Don't I assume mean, my gender. I mean, yeah. yeah, we just met today. It's 2020. So. Come on. I'm so sorry. So but, I'm sorry to everyone. So here's kind of my rant on Hayden Christensen. So 
about a year and a half ago, I want to say, my wife, who'd never seen any Star Wars movies, we watched them all so that we can watch Episode Nine together in the theaters. And I haven't seen Episode One since the first time I saw it in theaters with my dad. And when we, yeah, so it's, so I'm like, all right, you know what? Now that I'm an adult, 33 years old, I get like a fresh perspective. Maybe it's not as bad as everyone says it was. And it definitely was. But my whole thing with Hayden Christensen, like watching it with my wife, right? When we're in like a post, like me too world, he is creepy as fuck. I thought about you for 10 years, every day for 10 years. And she's like, oh, yeah, child. Yeah. He's that guy. He's that guy. Like he's at the party. He's like, oh, come on, babe. And you're like, bro, like, yo, you need to calm the fuck down. So he's like that. I wanted to wait till a couple of people got further into before I unleashed this. But having watched two and three last night. Here, I didn't plan to come on this episode and defend Hayden Christensen. Oh, God. But here's what I mean, he's terrible. But here's what I'll say. (laughs) What was the last thing he was in? Padme's character is all over the goddamn place. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. The problem here is that he's supposed to be this immature child who can't control his emotions, and that's fine. But she's a queen and a senator, and she's all over the place and can't stick to her ground. I'm like, that should have been her character. Like, yes. there should have been more on him pushing yeah. her into it. And at the end of the day, like, it, they kind of sell it as he did come to terms once she told him, this can't work. It'll destroy us. Like, he says all that. And then, like, 10 minutes later, she's like, I love you. You have to know because we're going to die. Like, guilt's him into it. And then the whole thing runs away from there. So, yeah, like, the, that was the thing in retrospect like- that screwed me up was that it really felt like it was more her fault. And the only thing that leads into that is whoever the guy that was in charge of her security council says to Obi-Wan, because Obi-Wan says, I hope that Anakin doesn't do anything foolish. And her security council lead says, I would be more worried about her doing doing it. But like, so they set it up with that, but it's the only thing that gives you any inclination to that point that she's all over the place. And lastly, very quickly, her character in itself is completely OP because she goes from queen to senator to like ass kicking, rope swinging, yeah. ridiculous Who stuff. How to fight? Right? Where did yeah. she learn any of these things? And the thing that really fucked me up was at the end of two because like I have no memory of two, but I watched <laughs> it last night because I I remember really hating it and still kind of did, but it's a little better than I remember. She falls out of a of a ship and then she's onto like, the sand. I'm good. Yeah. Let's go. And then she I'm hops good. up and starts sprinting for like, the hangar. She's like, "No, yeah. fuck it. Let's go. Let's run. Let's." That's jog. the biggest no sell in movie history. Meanwhile, Obi Wan's like, "Fuck it, leave her. Yeah. Keep going." <laughs> yeah. For like any like, other Disney fine. princess, like that bitch is dead on impact, you know. But because I've never seen a Disney movie you know, where well, the princess dies on impact. This was pre Disney. This was pre Disney. So yeah. She doesn't count as a Disney princess. No, but I think right he's now. just using it as but a yeah, reference. Yeah. But. So much of that, I feel like, was the directing. Because Natalie Horne, obviously, is amazing. It doesn't even need to be said. She's incredible. But she is very all over the place. She's like, no, I can. Yes, Anna can. It's yeah, it's like, not her acting that yeah. does it. It's, it's the writing. Know. The writing doesn't do them any favors. No, so not at all. There so many red flags, too, that she just was like, oh, he killed, he killed the Tusken Raiders. We should get married. He's sad about <laughs> it. <laughs> you know? She's like, we're going to yeah. die. I love you. Oh, he killed a bunch of raiders. Let's get married. Yeah. Like, what are these? He yeah. tries to be the, he, the reasonable one. He's that, like, oh, but but you said. And she's exactly. like, what I said. Let's do it. Right. You know what? So see, while you blame. And then he has to put the pussy on a pedestal. <laughs> oh. oh, no. So while you blame Padme for this whole downfall of Anakin. I'm, I mean, I'm just no, saying that there's a lot more that. fault that should be put on her than I think anybody talks okay. about. And I didn't really think about it till rewatching episode she's two She's an last enabler. Night. At the mm-hmm. very least. She's an mm-hmm. For me personally, I feel the Jedi are at fault here for Anakin. 
Big time. Because, I mean, he wants to live up to all these expectations. When he was a kid, I mean, Qui-Gon told him in episode one, you know, you have, you know, all this power and, you know. You're the you're, you're basically Keanu Reeves' Matrix right now. You know, you're going to be the one. And you're going to be the best Jedi in the whole galaxy. And he was the only one that saw it. But, of course, he dies. Spoiler. And, you know, no one on the council wants him to be part of anything. They don't want him to be trained. I mean, no, they're they, kind of shitty towards him. They're like, yeah, yes. he's going to, he sense like a badness in him. Yeah, so but they were they right. What do you mean chance. they're shitty towards him? I they know, saw but, it. But, it. But it does that, it's that but, situation where it's like you, you were like, oh, he's going to be bad. He's going to be bad. So he's like, fuck it. I they don't even give him, yeah, they they got, him a chance. They got guilt exactly. shamed by Qui-Gon dying that that was the reason they felt like they had to give him the chance. And because they wouldn't give him the time of day, that's what leads him to go to fucking Palpatine all the time. And yeah. That's why he befriends him. It's it's a positive confirmation. Palpatine's so, like, you're the shit. I love yeah, him. Keep so doing it. Palpatine feeds into all that. Oh, I'm going to butter up Anakin, so he's going to be my mm. best you friend. You should be with but, Padme. You okay. should get all up in there. But that. you guys, like, you guys are taking a lot of these things literal. Where, like, you're right to an extent, but all of that does play into what their overall arc is, which is that Palpatine is so powerful, even at that time, that like he's the one that's casting that shroud of darkness over their ability yeah, to foresee everything, they just don't which, which causes all these things. So you do have to give, like, take some of the burden off of everything you're saying and credit it to, like, the Sith power and tendency. Yes. But you're you're still correct in a sense, but I you definitely know. don't think you can blame the council nearly as much as Padme. See, I feel And the problem is it, it shouldn't have been written that way. Like, them writing her being the cause of it is super yeah. weird because... Like, the Jedi Council doing it, you can play off as the manipulation by Palpatine. But her, yes. you really can't. It just doesn't make sense to add that into yep. it. I mean, in hindsight, I mean, is she really that, you know, important when it comes down to it? Because all she really offered to the story, I feel, is just Luke and Leia. I mean, what else did she offer? Like, it didn't matter as much as she was a queen because then that became irrelevant in episode two and three. Yeah. It just yeah. didn't mean yeah. anything. I mean, I have, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but... I feel like the Star Wars universe, if they were tearing, I don't really think that there's any like sexual icon from the third trilogy. And obviously because of the era we live in, like yes. yeah. that was by design and that's fine. Like Ray's I mean, like, Ray's I'm, a cute girl. I'm sorry. Have you, have you seen Kylo Ren? Have oh, for, you been? for men? I'm sorry for okay. straight men. You're yeah. right. And, and like, I, Please, well, well, wait, well, well, thirst is real. No, for Kylo Ren. You have no idea. You, yeah, you see him without his shirt? Have he looks like a creator wrestler from WrestleMania <laughs> 2000. Okay, and I wish he would I was thinking No Mercy for wall. N64. Like, so. I would love it. They're both N64, man. They're like the same model. Oh Are they? Yeah. I mean, I know they're like the same console, but I didn't know. I mean, oh, They're like the same uh, engine I, and everything. I never played the WrestleMania. I only played No Mercy. Oh, WrestleMania's the best one. Anyway, okay, sorry. Right. We have a separate sidebar for that, by the way. Power bombs and everybody. I feel like Leia is the one, and mainly because of Jedi, which is fair, because in Jedi she's smoking yeah. in the beginning. But, like, Natalie Portman's an absolute babe. Oh, my God. Like, like she's above Carrie Fisher as Leia for me, where That's... I feel like most people would have it the other way. Am I wrong? Am, well, like, am I wrong that that wouldn't be the, the I consensus? I guess for us, since we are a younger generation from when they came out, because, you know, we True. grew up on the prequel trilogy. So we're yeah. looking at Allie Portman as that sexual icon to us, to whereas people in the 70s and 80s are like, oh, Lay is the hot one. Well, I'm you know? either of them up there that much. But I'm just saying as far as these movies go. No, I'm, I, I'm saying in, like, the Star Wars like franchise, not, like, you know, in general. Yeah. But. I mean, you guys are underestimating, like, the power of, like, a really, like, 
like an emo, like <laughs> lovely man. Like girls will but eat that. I know you don't know me that well yet, button. Mary, but I will show you some pictures that will prove that I would never underestimate emo. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, it's like him, Loki. Like it's the guys like that. Loki. Uh, wow. I yeah. Not. My perspective is definitely not yeah. right here. Yeah. Unrelated, but not. Um, <laughs> guilty like admission that. here. When I first saw it, I was like, oh. The Pink Rangers in Star Wars? Yeah. Oh, That's shit. Amy Jo Johnson? Oh, that would have worked like, for the first, like, that worked several years, me. I was like, oh, that's... And I think that's where my uh, fandom with Natalie Portman began, because and, and I thought she was Last Amy thing, Jo real Johnson. quick, do they ever... Is there any evidence to what the actual age gap is between them? It's supposed to be, like, it's nine like years. Oh, I want to yeah. say it's, like, nine years. It's definitely, yeah. like... It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, it's enough yeah. to be questionable, right? I mean, the next it, one is it could what? be, like, six. I, I want to say she was probably about 16 to 17 in the first one. He was, like, nine. And he was, like, eight or nine in the first yeah. one. So, yeah. yeah. But, so, there was a gap. The next one's, what, <laughs> ten years later? Yeah, because he says so I... So, yeah. she's, like, almost 30, and he's, like, a baby, so... Yeah. But he looks so much older from like, it was like a he big, does. it was like Benjamin Button in reverse going, yeah. you know, to like episode two and three. Like, oh, I don't, dude, in two, he still looks pretty young. He's got the little one braided. Oh, it's so nasty. Head. Why do they, Awful. Oh, but he that. looked better in three. I mean, three was, he was Oh, awesome. and three, he had the long hair and he was like always kind of sweaty. And the scars and everything. Oh my God. Yeah. Exactly. Man, I wish always kind of sweaty like ever worked for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we agree that George Lucas didn't want to make these movies? Yes. I think he just relied so much on like CGI for the prequels, especially like, yes. the first yeah. one. And it was so it was so new that he was like, we don't really like you know actors can kind of be like wishy washy like the CGI, and he really relied too much on that. Yes, because I mean look look at look at, look at Jar Jar Binks. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so another another side note I had. I actually think. Like, Jar Jar got so much hate when these came out, but I feel like he's aged fairly well, and I don't nearly have the disdain for him watching that trilogy now I as I did then, and I don't know if that just speaks to, like, I don't know if it was just following the trend of, oh, people hate him, and now I hate him. I don't know if it was at the time it seemed really bad, because like you said, the CGI was like pretty intense for that time, and maybe he just got the brunt of that as the main character I think that, that was is. CGI. I also don't know if the other thing is that now after watching the third trilogy, a lot of things in the first trilogy don't seem as bad because there's plenty of bad in the third one too. The whole thing with Jar Jar Binks for me is that he is such like a silly, stupid character. We don't really have that at all in the original trilogy. So then when you combine that... With- I challenge you C-3PO through the whole nine Ewoks. episodes. Cute yeah, but like Jar Jar Binks is just a whole other level. Just like yeah. tenfold compared to what they are. Like I'm just saying the idea I, of, of their being silly because it, like I watched episode four today. Like it's the, the last one I watched before we did this. And I would argue you that the funniest scene in all nine episodes is in episode four when they're in the trash compactor and they get it shut mm-hmm. off and Luke is laughing and C-3PO is just like, Oh, the sound of them screaming. Oh, listen to them be in pain. And, and like, I forgot about that part. I was cracking up. He was like, that be the funniest part in, in any of these movies. To me. I will challenge that because I think 3PO is actually pretty hilarious in episode nine, the newest one. He had a lot of good lines. I mean, just I mean, he has he has uh, his moments he, in everything. I think he's a solid character. I think I he has like they value. Dragged yeah. him out in the new ones, though. They're like, remember this guy? Yeah, and that's and why I think. Like, but but Jar Jar Binks, what value does he have? Yeah, exactly. He doesn't yeah. really I mean, add he put much the value. Senator into power, so he really fucked up. Yeah. So, so I mean, don't want to remember that. So maybe it's all his fucking fault that this shit happened. It might be. It might and, all be Jar Jar. In the words, he wrecked that droid army. Careful. 
Yeah. Oh. In the Randall. words of Randall Graves, he wrote that over a weekend. <laughs> I want my eight bucks back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, does anyone else have anything else to add to the prequel trilogy before we move on? No, I think we hit it. I think we hit it pretty good. Yeah. Who wants to hit us off with Luke? I mean, he's our next. Not me. So I've, I don't have like a ton of in-depth stuff on Luke because the way we've talked about a lot of this, I think everyone would agree that like Luke is pretty consensusly like everyone's okay with it. Everybody likes him. I don't he's a think, potato I, salad I, white guy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the thing, I mean, he's great. He's the thing fine. that I, I was thinking of when we were talking about doing this was, one, this is a little bit smaller, but the whole incest angle of New Hope Why? really didn't need to be there at Never. all. At all. <laughs> never. Like, you could have just done the Han and Leia thing the whole time. I never need to tease the Luke part first. And I didn't even realize how much of, like, Luke crushing on her happens in A New Hope. Also, yes. the part when she was like, That's I kind weird. of always knew. It was like, th- why Then why you, did you kiss him before you, you swung that? across the gap inside the, make... the, de- the first Death Star? Listen, yeah. there's a whole subcategory of porn based on that, those. So, oh, I mean, there's an audience for it. It's small. It's not my thing. Yeah, but, but I don't think maybe it's Maybe George Luke Lucas had it's some sort of It's not brother-sister Star Wars. It's just on Leia Star Yeah, I mean, maybe George Lucas, that's a weird thing he had But. But here, here's my other two. So the other small one is just like, I really did not. It, I think a lot of people underestimate how whiny Luke is. And yeah. it's, and it's yeah, really he annoying. He's a big pussy boy. Like, yeah. in all of them. He really is. It's like, okay, we get it. He, your dad is bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, my God. Steve, my, Steve, like, had, Steve had two subpar dads, and I don't even know my dad's a cry about it. people Luke. out there with daddy issues. Like, you're not Luke saw his dad, Luke. like, every other 30 minutes. Like, yeah. good for him. He just didn't know at the time. Yeah. That's all. But... Here, here's where I have a big issue with Luke, and, and it ties to an, another character I really love that I think doesn't get enough credit, and especially now because of something outside of the movies, but Star Wars related. Luke is such a whiny little bitch yes. that Palpatine couldn't kill Yoda, Dooku couldn't kill Yoda, Luke's incessant whining put Yoda in the grave. Because after he dealt oh, with training oh Luke God. and Luke yeah. being a whiny little bitch and quitting early and taking his ball and going home, I'm Yoda croaked. That's up. what killed Yoda. And Yoda sh- like doesn't get enough credit for how strong he is through these movies. Like yeah. I said, Palpatine doesn't like he doesn't beat them either. But like Dooku was strong as shit and he fights him and hangs in with him. And Palpatine, obviously, we know, is like the only guy to make it from one to nine He's and is strong as shit. We'll and, and Yoda holds his own, and I don't think he gets enough credit for that. Also, all of Yoda's fight scenes absolutely slap. Okay, oh, but, yes. but the one in the prequels when he's like bouncing, like ping ponging awesome. around, that is the funniest shit I've ever seen. It is funny, but it's like, how, like if you would have him fight fairly normal, and even with the force, lead me to believe that like other guys with the force, if he's just having a straight lightsaber fight, you can't buy. So I like that he got a very unique combat style to adapt for his character yeah, and like size definitely. and stuff. Like is awesome. Just I, seeing I, I it really on screen, I was like, oh wow, that's hilarious. Like he's just ping ponging. Although it's weird, kind of seeing Yoda not being a muppet. Versus the CGI, yeah. Yeah. like that was a little bit of an adjustment, yeah, like but it was so good. It was so good. But but the funniest part is that like I'm like I like I I loved Yoda from the first time I saw any of the Star Wars, and I feel like through through everything, he really doesn't get enough credit for being the one that that pretty much is on top of everything as best as he could be. Is is such a a guiding force for so many of the main characters, so many of the powerful characters, but pretty much all the love for him comes from the Mandalorian and the child. Yes. Yeah. And I definitely, I saw something when I was watching the prequels the other night. There's, he's having a conversation with Obi-Wan and he's floating down a hallway in this like egg shaped thing. And I was like, 
Is that where they got it for the child? Which one's that in? Wait. I don't I'm gonna that. say it is episode. Oh, is it two? He's oh, walking down a hallway okay, with Mace Windu. Okay, I know yeah. in two they're in like egg-shaped chairs when they're in no, the they're like Obi Wan and I think Mace Windu are walking. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Floating next to them, and I'm Interesting. like, is that where the child like idea came from? Because wow. that's cute. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. That's interesting. What else? What else on Luke? Well, what do you think his final battle with? Vader meant. Do you think it meant more that he um, became the most powerful Jedi for defeating Vader, or like, what's your kind of opinion on him essentially to finally defeating his dad? I think he was trying to put like a balance back to the Force. Yeah, um, he definitely is not the most powerful. I mean, Luke is like Luke's great. He's the hero, but he's very just like kind of he's like potato salad. Like, he's, yeah, and, he's and, fine. He's great. And at the same time, Vader and Luke are really the only two Jedi's left. So yeah, that, yeah. And he, I mean, he kind of explains that in the newer trilogy, where basically once he does that, he resets the balance, and then that's when he starts retraining, and then obviously it goes awry. But I mean, yeah, that I mean, I don't. The sad thing is, like you said, I don't think it really has anything to do with father-son, which they set up so much, it's pretty insignificant. It really is just the balance yeah. of the Force. And it's, yeah. Yeah. And exactly. it's kind of funny to think that Luke is only a master Jedi because he killed Vader and, well, he's the only Jedi left. He so, like, like, he's like yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, I'm the it. master. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, that's kind <laughs> of... Kind of by default. <laughs> I yeah. thought I thought this was anno- an annoying part of the third trilogy. I mean, I don't have any better idea, so I can't give it anything. But <laughs> that's why you could still call it Bouncing. He's not the only guy. Apparently, Palpatine's still around the whole time. He's not yeah. like actively engaged, but you know that he doesn't go away. So technically, like it's not Luke is the only one, and now everything's good. There's still that balance. Yeah. Now you have Luke yeah. as basically like not not in any real regard, but like the the good emperor, and then you have the emperor. Yeah, apparently for each other. You know how many years Palpatine was just hidden in a secret world, with hiring all these independent contractors to build a secret world and fleet and everything. So don't get me started on independent contractors <laughs> in Star Wars, buddy. I'll go. I mean, the way I see it is that Luke is ultimately becoming probably the best Jedi. Uh, maybe in the franchise. I mean, it's hard. We'll, we'll get into that more with Ray, I guess. But he's the most boring, though. <laughs> yes, he doesn't have much of a personality, I guess, as a character. But, but I don't know. Did, did, did Qui Gon have much of a personality? I, I don't think we got I mean, enough of Qui Gon to really. Justify I mean, I love Liam Neeson, I mean, and he he nailed that ro- uh, role. I mean, that, but he wasn't exactly. That's more of a book thing. I mean, there's so many books yeah. on Star Wars that it probably goes more deeper in him. I don't read the book. He's very so. passively and quietly like witty and and developed. Yes. I mean, and you just don't get enough of him to fully experience Palpatine it. It's quiet. Feared Qui Gon. Yeah. So I mean, he was probably. The greatest Jedi, I would think, in hindsight. And Palpatine, who held him in high respect. He, exactly. You know, Qui Gon was the first one who could take life form after death. Exactly. Like, yeah. that's a pretty baller move. Here, here's plus. something now that we've said all these things that I don't know if I ever truly thought about, and you can tell me if, if this seems crazy or not, but I don't know that even in defeating Vader, that Luke was truly even more powerful than him. Like, no. Vader really was billed as the chosen one and fulfilled all those prophecies, just ended up on the wrong side of it. And then, again, like, I have such a hard time following the third trilogy, but my point isn't to, like, slap that down here. My point is that because of the fact that now seeing all three of them, we know that Palpatine still exists and he still has this plan and everything that you don't even know that Luke striking down Vader wasn't by design because Kylo Ren comes back 
like then ends up being created out of Luke training Jedi's and all of that and becomes incredibly strong as well. So to say Luke was the most powerful Jedi of everything, I don't know. I don't know that he was actually more powerful than Vader. And I definitely don't think he's more powerful than Kylo. And then if you're going to say that Ray's up there, then I think you've already got three people at least over him. I would say in the sense of combat, I would say Vader is like probably a million times more powerful than Luke. I would just see it that way. However, in the sense of a Jedi, Jedi aren't meant to be warriors. They're meant to be like a monk in a sense. You know, they don't, they don't want violence. You know, they're trying to bring peace. That's what they value. And I think that's what Luke kind of, if you take like the first part of Jedi into account, then yeah, like all all the, all the other subtleties to being a Jedi, like he, he, he's the best at that stuff for sure. Passive Jedi. Yeah. So I just think him, Essentially, not killing Vader at the end, he realized if he killed Vader, he would have essentially turned to the dark side. It would have been just like Rey. But that's just a choice of what side you're on. That's not a power level thing. I mean, in respect to to power, I would say, like, if if Anakin, like Darth Vader, whatever, if you're looking for an equal, I would say it's Rey because they're the only two that have technically killed Palpatine and brought, like, like a a neutrality and, like, a a balance to the Force. True. I mean, Luke just kind of, like... Luke, he's a great guy. I just think it it takes some sort of power to make those decisions because we saw Anakin the way he was in the uh, uh, prequel trilogies and how he couldn't fight the urge, you know, to turn to the dark side that much. He just had all this, like, anger and frustration, and then he just went to it, and Luke had the power to just not turn to that, and he was able to control himself from killing Vader and then even leading into the last Jedi when we actually see him, you know, back fully in action, you know, he didn't even attempt to kill Kylo Ren. You know, he did the whole force projection and yeah, you know, again he's being like passive. And he's refusing to kill Kylo. You know, I just feel like that takes a certain power to Right. Not- so to your point, because I think the whole point through nine of them and a point that you're making is that ultimately like the strongest good Jedi is going to be stronger than the worst, the most powerful Sith. Okay. And thus by design of the entire thing, because Pal- uh, because Ray we determine is a Palpatine, but ends up on the good side. Then like by the whole design of nine episodes, she has to be the most powerful because we know yeah, he's the most sense, powerful yes. Sith. And now she is of his blood, but on the right side of it. So yes. by design, it has to be her. Do, does it really, come off that way and does it read that way no but like if you're looking at it like a math equation just by the numbers it it has to be her you're throwing ray in like uh, people do with kobe in an mj lebron debate listen buddy don't (laughs) just just a process process (laughs) well i guess with that note should we just move on to ray then since we kind of went from luke to ray now um yeah he wants to start off ray now I mean, if no one has anything. I'll start, but I think I, mean, I started Luke. Right? I don't. I'm not a fan of Ray because what what kind of bothered me is that she just seemed to be too strong, too quick. It's too almost kind of the same criticism I have of a uh, Captain Marvel, where it's like, oh, I got these powers, I want to fucking take over the world and fuck shit up, and it's just like her her arc is just skyrocketing. I mean, I will. To- I don't want to. You don't want to take me down the road of Captain Marvel's deuce or uh, yeah, deuce macking a bullshit. But I would I would say Captain Marvel is much more egregious to what you're claiming than Ray. And sure, Ray's oh, sure. p- 
Palpatine lineage coming later, you can understand why she's yeah. so powerful so quick. But yeah, I, I can get behind what you're saying a little bit. But Captain Marvel was egregious, so don't don't. I get mean, me she's basically. I mean, not to go away from Star Wars, but she's basically the Superman of Marvel in my in my eyes. Yeah, no, oh, she well, can yeah. she can do no wrong. Nothing can hurt her. She's, she's she amazing. flew through a goddamn ship. It's so I mean, stupid. Yeah. What? No, she's incredible. But that'll be for another episode. <laughs> no, so for now. The point I want to make about Ray is that I think her arc was fucked up so bad by having switched directors between yes. movies. That just tanked everything. I, yeah, I, f- I forgot about now, that. Now, yeah. rewatching The Last Jedi, I used to fucking hate that movie so much. I like Ryan Johnson as a director. See Knives Out if you have that movie's great. But. The way that J.J. Abrams made The Force Awakens just felt like fan service, and he just mm-hmm. kind of rehashed um, A New Hope. He, like, listened to everyone, was, everyone was saying yes. on Twitter, and he's like, you guys want this? You guys don't like this? Okay, I'll do it. Yeah, and, I can't, I can't agree I, more with The New Hope I parallels, too. Yeah. And honestly, I did like A Force Awakens. I mean, I didn't hate it. I liked it. I liked the introduction base. of new characters. I mean, we haven't had Star Wars, you know, in... Nearly ten years when that movie came out, so I mean it was great to see something new. That was the only point. movie that made Finn and Poe look good. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I just think switching directors to the Last Jedi. I just think J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson had completely different ideas of a direction they wanted to go in. It felt like a broken and story. I just feel like going to the Last Jedi, being that I want to, I, I hate it to the point where that they're all connected, but if it was like a different Star Wars movie and he was able to go in his own direction, it would probably work better. But looking at it in a different perspective, I want to say that he was trying to make Rey a nobody in that movie. And what fucked up her character was J.J. Abrams making her a Palpatine in episode nine. You know, I mean, I think if anything, if they wanted to make her somebody relevant... I personally think she should have been a, a solo. I thought I, th- I was going to go with Obi-Wan. I think she should have been a solo. I think it would have added more depth to her character. There's a lot of shit going on with those characters. I mean, you got Han Solo, who is a, a, a failure as a you know a space smuggler. You know, he's he's an old guy. You know, he struggled all the time. But he was always in trouble. out on Leia at some point. I mean, that's a point, too, right there. And then you have Leia. You know, she was trying to, re- like, lead this new republic to destroy the new order. And then that fucked up. And then you got her brother, who's a fucking, you know, asshole. And, he, you know, he killed his own father. Like, that would have added so much death to her character to find out that she was a solo. Because what would the other characters think about her if yeah. she was a solo, you know? Like, Poe and Finn were, like, in love with this girl. Like, you know, you're, like, our best friend, you know. We want you around us and all this stuff. And then, you know, oh, wait, she's a solo. You know, your brother is, like, the most evil person on Earth right now. I mean, besides finding out Palpatine's alive, you know, later on. But... I mean, that's just what added so much more to her character, I feel like. The other problem with the director change, and that's a really great point that I'm, I'm sure at the time was probably talked about a lot, but I think when you look back on the trilogy, I think people even forget like all the all the switches that happen behind the scenes. See, it stands out so much to me. I can't forget that it was different directors because it feels just like they did the first movie, then they took a, like a, like a, a side story, and then they, right. they, he tried to go back and kind of like undo everything Rian Johnson did. Yeah, so one of my one of my biggest problems is that it feels like and I think this is is to your point that in the first one it really felt like we were going to get a a good balanced mix of three main characters and I don't even think 
by the end of the first one, you're that sure who the main character is, which yeah. I yes. enjoyed. Yeah. I like that. Like, I really yeah. liked that I didn't know if, like, Finn or Rey was going to end up being the yeah. hero of this story. You always kind of figured Poe was the Han Solo yes. parallel, so, like, you didn't think it would be him, but you still didn't know. They all had good, like decent stories they all had good credibility you cared they, about them as like a person they all had their moments and then literally finn and poe for eight and nine just take the back seat yep uh finn especially his whole thing is a complete mess wow well, of a character yelling. he's just running around right i will kind of counter that because in the last jedi ryan johnson kind of did push him a little bit more and made him more relevant with the whole you know going to the casino and trying to find out more shit and he was in casino after he met rose and like they made he made her such Them a relevant character yeah and then in nine and what then she was just non-existent I, and that was completely and true point? and they could have just been friends. Like, there's no need to kiss. But why, but why is Finn the one doing what should have been a Han Solo bit and posed a Han Solo parallel? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that makes sense to me. And, so, and I'm not going to lie. Like, when, when I first watched episode seven and I saw Poe and Finn reunite, I'm like, oh, is this going to be a bromance or, or something more than that? See, I, I was really, like, I, I would have loved that. I like, wish it would have. And even the actors have said, like, they thought there was, like, a relationship there. And, like, it did make sense. Like, I felt like the whole thing with Rose was very forced. Yep. Yes. And then in the new one, when... um. The girl with the helmet. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I don't can't. know her name. But yeah, that's basically a I new was... thing. And you're like, what happened with Rose, bro? Yeah, I mean, yeah. she was just completely non-existent. And then you have the fucking Hobbit come in that is <laughs> well, that buddies with J.J. Abrams. And she's yeah. just a fucking non-irrelevant character, you mm. know, in this whole fucking movie. Yep. And that, that annoyed me a little bit. I mean, I get yep. he's friends with J.J. Abrams because of Lost and everything. I, yeah, but, and I, get, I feel like the thing with Rose is, like, again, they were listening too much to Twitter. And they were like, we hate her. And they're like, okay, so exactly. we'll keep her a little bit. Get her out because they don't like her, and yeah. that was really weak to yeah. me because she was a she was a good character. She was all right. It was just JJ returned to fan service. And that's yeah, all it yeah. Was. He, that's all he did. That's everything no. He, he wanted did to please as much people as he could, and I mean, as much as I enjoyed episode nine, a lot of people hated it. I didn't like. I it. I mean, in theaters, I really enjoyed it, and then yes. on the rewatch, I was like, oh my god, wait, I liked this. Oh, I don't I, know. exactly how I felt. I was like, yeah. And you can and tell like, when you oh. watch it in your home, like you like you can kind of see the moments where like in a theater, yeah, it's probably good. Like a lot of the end stuff looks a lot better in a theater and you're sitting at home and you're like, oh, fuck this. Like, this kind of sucks. It's also so much energy in a theater. Like, everyone's like, right. yes! And you're like, yeah! And, and, and you don't know. So it's yeah. hard to, hard, you know, you process and, a little bit differently. But, but like, back to Ray, my point in all that is just that, like, she, it takes until a good chunk into episode eight to even realize she's the main character. And yeah. then the problem is, is that whole time I thought we were getting, we were going to actually get a cool, like, three arc come together thing and then it's like no it's her and now all you're gonna see is her and it's like oh okay cool like she's a good character it's it's well portrayed it's pretty well written there's no issues with her it's just the way it switches from hey here's all three of them and you don't really know what's going to no it's her and we're gonna force it down your throat and also she's a palpatine well, I feel oh, like and the one thing that drove me nuts if there's one fan service thing that they didn't do that i wanted was that her uh, before the lightsaber training, she fought with the staff. I'm like, oh, are we going to see double lightsaber action with her? Because that would like kind of transition well to how she fought previously. And did and you see? I don't never I don't, got that. You might be able to speak to this too because I don't know. But did like around social media? It's been it's like this week has been going around all these uh, 
like the artwork of like pre concepts for episode nine, and she has a double saber, yeah, I've seen a little and she bit can like it. use it as a boomerang and everything, which is a thing from the the the, the newest PlayStation game, the Fallen Order game. Yes. Like that's something you see in there. Like that would have been sick, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how do you feel about her portraying herself as a Skywalker at the end, too? Like, I don't I know if I like that. I didn't like that. Yeah. I felt like she should have just been like, my name is right. Like, she doesn't yeah. need to be. Agreed. I, and that's also why I, I hated that she ended up being a Palpatine because I thought it was, I thought it was more interesting when she was just a nobody. Like, I think back to, like, the one episode with the little boy at the end and he has, like, force and Finn has, like, kind of some what of the force and they're kind of nobodies, and I think that's more interesting than like oh, they got to be. If they were all nobodies, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and at the end, exactly. That scene at the end of eight is so frustrating because I left that saying, "Oh, like we're gonna see like a whole rise of yes. like common people that maybe aren't like super powerful, but you see like the masses rise up." There's a little and then, slave boy, and it's like who's yeah, he? and it just defeats the purpose of like everything. Ryan Johnson. You know, threw into that movie, and then JJ just completely he scratched yeah. it He all. spent like the first half hour of the last movie just like, um, so I'm gonna undo all of this. <laughs> I didn't like yeah. it. Well, so I, I, I mean, think he still he t- visited it because he, I mean, but he tweaked he it just in the way he wanted it. He didn't even portray it enough to even have anyone realize. It. I mean, aside from yeah. like the one island where, um, I don't even remember what what planet they went to when they, um, where the Death Star was crashed on, whatever yes. that planet was. Okay. Yeah, those people there, you learn that they were force sensitive, but like the whole movie. Yeah, it's like, where the he hell has you guys Finn, been? you know, talking to Ray, saying how I have something to tell you. I have you never find to tell out. You. Yeah, and what you the never hell fucking that? find so out. Annoying. They did it. They not did one cut. producer, director, but, editor, not one yeah. person. No, they, 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 did, they did come they out. Did JJ came out and said that Finn wanted to let her know that he was force sensitive. Yeah, she, they should have just let. Didn't him we already know that? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was clear enough to a casual fan to someone that's actually you know. You think he's gonna be like Ray? I love you, and it's yeah. like no. But the fact Ray, that they I'm had to come out. Sensitive. I mean, if he would have said that, I would have burned that trilogy yeah, to the ground. Like yeah. So thank God. I don't like it. But, but no. I don't even know why he had to hide the whole fact that he was force sensitive. Exactly. Like, What's the whole fucking point. Maybe of that? he wasn't sure. But he had him sure. I mean, even if you're not sure, he it's was not wielding a, a lightsaber in no. episode seven. I mean, not that's entirely. You know, you have to. But be, again, this is two directors kind of like hashing it out. Like and that's what I mean. Is it in seven? You're not sure either which either one of them could have taken off or both. Yeah. And then in eight, again, they shove it down. I mean, that kind of goes back to Grievous a little bit in three because he wasn't force sensitive, but. I mean, he had. Oh my god! He was filled with the blood of a former Jedi. He had all these and fucking. Dumb. He had all these dead uh, Jedi lightsabers with him. And he was not force sensitive, but he was trained by Dooku in the Jedi arts to fight in combat. So and also, I fuck guess, the force. If you have four arms and four lightsabers, I don't care. Any guy with one is dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I guess to a point, anyone can train be trained to use a lightsaber, but at the same time, it's just like, how can you just be force sensitive? Like, I mean, I, I guess I get it. But it doesn't but so explain Leia. enough. Leia's force sensitive. Well, she was also, you know, part of Anakin. Yeah. You know, she but was... I, 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 sometimes I see Finn as like the new kind of Leia. Like, if that makes sense, like very like loyal, force sensitive, but like not all I the way into it. I see what you're saying. I mean, you know if I mean? you if you're running the parallel of those three to the the second trilogy, then Just yeah, because Poe is Han and yeah. Rey is Definitely. is Luke, then yeah, I mean, he kind of has to be Leia, but it. It doesn't make a lot of sense, no. and they but don't I mean, give him, him a lot of the parallels. Could have kissed, and that would have been the same thing. That been great. I was, I was, I was ready for that. I was like, "All right." I'm... Even the actors have said that, and I, I really wish they yeah. had gone that way because it, it's they had a very like kind and of intimate relationship. But if it was anything, nice. 
Finn for me was the most disappointing arc because agreed. That's, they never that's how episode it. seven started. Was yes. he was this stormtrooper with you know the blood on the helmet? You're like, holy shit! Yeah. Like, Very, like because all image. the stormtroopers throughout all the movies, they're just pawns. They're all yeah. there's, well, there's no well, story. No, I have, I have an enormous issue with this too. Yeah. So but, do I go there? Um, so in rewatching two last night and you find out that like, you know, that empire army of clones are the stormtroopers. Does it, is there any point where it's established that, you know, stormtroopers are no longer clones because all of a sudden it's like, so is Finn a clone or is Finn a person that was recruited to no, be a, a stormtrooper? Well, yeah, he was, was adopted, kidnapped. Yeah. So, right. So that's so like, I'm confused yeah. on the fact that, yeah. you know, they were always clones and then all of a sudden they're actual people and people are fleeing and why that would be the case. Why did that change? I think there was some kind of flaw with the clones. I think that they kind of like briefly touched over and then they were like, let's just get kids. But it's like, but they, well, is the flaw the part that they can't fucking shoot? Cause here's the thing <laughs> is, yeah. in so too, yep. they talk about yeah. how they raise these things from like creating them. They go through like combat simulation and training, yeah. and then they can't hit the broadside of a barn for like yeah. six yeah. movies. Like, what the fuck is this? I mean, they're I like say, empty vessels. I will say they were pretty good at target practice in the, in the prequels, and then once they you know advanced like the next level, they fucking right. Shoot a it fucking doesn't make any sense. Get it. So again, you you know you go through four, five, and six, and stormtroopers are like you know the putties from Power Rangers. Like they can't land, <laughs> yes. they yeah. can't land a punch. They yeah. can't do anything. They're just there so that you know they're there to put the Power Rangers over. You know, I don't. Yeah. If we're gonna get into the power bombs and potables lingo a little bit, and then when they're doing one, two, and three, they're like, oh, you know, what? when we introduce them, like they're gonna wipe the floor with these droids. And it's like, wait, what? I looked it up before. I don't remember exactly when the transition was from clones to actual people but i mean it kind of makes sense if it was before um the original like trilogy the, the, the new three because i mean i mean it probably it's is but it would make sense for you know the stormtroopers in the originals like missing all the time because then that, that would make sense if it could be yeah. real people being being able to miss they're really slaves if you yeah, know no, they really it. are and that's such a thing yeah, in star wars I mean, it's just like slave culture and it's 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 fucked up yeah like there's some stuff in star wars that's just the fucked up so another thing I thought was fucked up. <laughs> so we were talking about that end scene in eight with the kid in the broom and all this stuff. A lot of people really hated in nine when they basically ripped off the end game thing and had everybody show yeah, up to that fight. Annoying. Yeah. But imagine, because we were talking about how I think we all kind of agree that we thought there might be this uprising of like regular civilians who have are somewhat force sensitive to varying degrees. Like if they don't do this whole space battle thing, which again, when you're talking about Jedi's and Sis and these Almighty's, and it really comes down to spaceships, it's kind of weird how many times this happens. And, like, imagine if this just ended up being, like, a bigger ground battle, which is the one thing I give a lot of credit to the first trilogy is, like, the ground battles are great, yeah, and you never really get them again that much for six more movies. But imagine if you, like, that scene would still, because Endgame came out first, you'd always have the parallels. But imagine instead of a bunch of random spaceships showing up, you have a bunch of random-ass semi-force-sensitive people, and it's like, oh, like, the masses have come together. Like, that would have been so much better than a bunch of random pilots. Do you think, uh... Ryan Johnson and John Favreau just got drunk at a bar and they're like, dude, let's let's have like the same ending. Like we're just gonna have a shit bunch of shit people in spaceships showing I had up. The feeling John Favreau probably threw like vegetables at oh, at, at his house. Well, he he's really like, pissed that he came up with that awesome spot that got so much attention and Star Wars was like, Oh, that's cool, we'll do that. Well Favreau yeah. didn't really have much to do with Endgame. That was more the Russo brothers. Yeah, that was the Russo True. brothers. So I mean but it's the same concept. It's it's you see in other movies where it's like, oh no, we're all gonna die. 
Wait, all of our friends are here? True. It's We're not good. It's not anything new. And there's no, Lando as fan service. Yeah. If anything, could have just made fucking Finn be Lando's son. That would have made more sense than just having him be non-existent in the whole fucking movie. But then uh, you have that girl who it was like they put in a cut scene might be his daughter. Yeah, which you I was don't like, really know. They there's kinda a million hinted at people it. in the galaxy and like yeah. he's just like, hey, I like the when the Red Ranger showed up. I don't remember her name. Oh, uh, yeah. The, uh, Poe's the, little girlfriend. The on Red that Ranger, planet. her name. Yeah. Yeah, she looked like the Red Ranger. Poe's little love yeah. interest on the, uh, oh, on the planet. Fellow, uh, with uh, Babu Frick and everything. <laughs> yeah. the, Babu the, Frick? The, the Babu Frick was awesome. Yeah. Babu, Babu Frick was cool. The, yeah. the, the, the last note I had since you brought up Lando was just I wrote down Lando as a turd because I think his character sucks and like he's a traitor and then immediately he is he's, a he, he's apologetic for it. And then he says he's retired, and then he just shows up at the end to a death mission and completely it's overweight, super inconsistent. <laughs> but, but Lando has always been one to not tell the truth, though. Yeah, he's like a cool, free, like, he's like, listen, man, whatever helps me. Yeah, whatever. I guess. I mean, he's that's fairly cool consistent. I know a lot of people uh, hated. Uh, Solo, oh, but I, I, I love Donald yeah, Gambino as Lando. That was the only reason I watched it was for him. I was like, and he did a great job. Yep. He was very yeah. like, hey, man. One of the only things I took from that that I enjoyed, yeah, I hate I, I hate Solo more than That's any cool. other movie in the Star Wars universe. No, it's definitely really the bottom. No, it is the I didn't worst hate it that much. one. I don't care how Han got his last name. That was the laziest <laughs> thing. Who are you with? No one? Oh, I guess you're... Solo. The first yeah. like okay. twenty minutes is fine. Yeah, that's pretty I, much. I did it like they brought back Maul in that though to give you some kind of hint. That, oh but I also shit, didn't he's still care alive. About his, his like girlfriend because I was like, well, he's gonna end up with Leia, so why am I gonna get invested right. in this? Oh yeah, Daenerys Targaryen. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we got pretty far away from Ray today. <laughs> Anyone yeah. have anything else on Ray? I mean, but, like, I don't know if I said this directly, but all my points lead up to the fact that she's not established as the main character nearly early enough which would have been fine if she wasn't then rammed down your throat as the main character like if all three of them are fairly even then it's fine but the fact that they they were even and then it's like no never mind it's just her that that was what really fucked it up for me yeah because even the original trilogy yes luke was the main character but han and leia had almost if not equal yeah like they were all important i mean you realize that i mean luke spends 30% 30% of that entire trilogy fucking training on another planet. So yeah. clearly other things are happening. Yeah. I just think that going back to my Ray being a solo point, I just think it would have been a better arc for her to, you know, go through all that shit that she sees what her dad did, you know, throughout all these movies, what her mom's been going through, Jeez. what her asshole brother was doing. And now, and you know, we don't need that kid. Well, do you think it would have been it. like... As much as we kind of complain about parallels between the three and doing the same thing, would you then think that people would be oh, well, Luke and Leia were brother and sister, and now Ray and Kylo are brother and sister, and it's just fucking lazy. It's like a weird incest thing again. I mean, even outside of the incest part, just as like, dude, is everybody just going to be fucking brother and sister? Like, Are there only three families that matter in the whole fucking universe? That's That's why I wanted her to be just a nobody. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong, but before the movie came (laughs) out, the prevailing theory was, oh, you're going to find out that that Ray and Kylo are brother and sister. And I was and so int- mad at that. Theory. Yeah. I hated and, it. And I think, and then uh, episode nine, Palpatine came out, came out and said, she's not who you think she is. And I thought that was interesting. I think that was uh, their way of saying, you know, just completely squashing that theory. I didn't so expect I felt a like Palpatine, though. Yeah, I, really yeah, I felt didn't. like... Well, Kylo I definitely didn't. didn't know she was a Palpatine the whole time. Not, so, not yeah. until he so went there true. and talked to him. Right. Yeah. So, also, I want to know, like, who 
was the lady that Palpatine banged? And, like, what was she into to be like, yeah, dude, I love your, like, weird sunken face. Like, let's do this. <laughs> I mean, if it happened in the, first, in the first trilogy, he looks pretty normal still then. Yeah, yeah I guess. No, no, no. You have the old guy fetish. You weren't about Palpatine in the first three at all? Well, he definitely didn't bang anybody in the uh, prequel trilogy because at the end of episode three, he turned all fucking gross looking at their, That's what I'm saying. You know, being shocked. So, I mean, he was gross looking before... You know, Who's he banged like, anybody. I, love your I mean, I don't know because he's that powerful of a Sith Lord. I'm sure he could probably maybe do a little bit of like not necessarily shape shifting, but just you know, like age reverse ageism, like kind of like the the bitch from Game of Thrones who just puts on the necklace and looks like she's uh, you know yeah. sexy and 27 <laughs> instead true. of like 800 years old yeah. and saggy as fuck. And it's also a thing like it might have like to go really dark. Like it might have not been like a consensual thing. Like to get real dark, like we don't know. It's kind of up. I mean, because the, the whole time he wanted to kill her parents anyway, so yeah, I mean, something he, was fucked up with that. Yeah. I mean, isn't there also like, isn't the whole Anakin thing like he doesn't have a father, right? Wasn't he? No, like, she uh, got was, pregnant yes. by the Force, right? So what you also don't means? you also don't know that Palpatine had a partner. He could, uh, yeah. Like I, I'm so sure Palpatine he got pregnant. Maybe I mean I don't know if it just works that. Well, maybe the story. Maybe he just like force put the baby in someone. Yeah, he could have done that. Like not force, like physically forced, like you know, force power force. But then how would they know that? Is that better or worse than? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't want to go. I don't want to go down with all your own little minions. Yeah, this got real dark. I hopefully not too many people listen this far. Yeah, but just the point I wanted to make is that I I'd prefer her to be a nobody, but at the same time, if they wanted to make her somebody. To be the solo, because with that, she could prove that she has more power than her brother, who right now is the most powerful, you know, Jedi slash Sith in the universe right now. I mean, aside from Palpatine, but she would have that choice to be better than him. And her and Leia could be that mother daughter, you know, power trip to. But I feel like they were like that even without being related. They had that kind of bond. They really did. Like, she was like, oh, yeah. I lost my son. Like, you are, I, I, I train you. Like, I'm your mother. Like, I love you. I also don't know. Like, I don't, I, I didn't have a, pro- like, I definitely didn't have a problem with Ray being the lead as a female or anything or any of, like, the, you know, female empowerment notes of this trilogy. But do you think that, to your point, like, if all of a sudden it's Leia and Ray and you even beef that up even more, that it's just, like, overkill of the female empowerment thing too like they did a ton of it already i mean would it just really have like i would say no you got to know there's a bunch of star wars nerds that are probably mad in the first place that you know two women and like you know a a man of color in this like people are like like the gatekeepers of star wars i would say no because leia has always been a very empowering figure she's always a popular character yeah she's always um and ray just you know she was just a she was a and I think if she was the daughter of Leia, it would have helped her character that more for having people liked her more. It, yes, it would have been lazy. I mean, like I said, I agree. I she should have been a nobody. I think a lot of stuff that JJ did was it was lazy and it was fan catering. Now, yes. now let me ask you guys this because that uh, kiss between uh, Ray and Kylo really pissed oh me my off. God. How would Didn't you need f- it? How would you feel if she just died and she just became the martyr? I mean, it, would that change your perception? I mean, of the, the problem movie? is, um, I would like that more, honestly, because the one problem I have with Star Wars is every time a bad guy turns a corner, they kill him off. You never get to get like a full redemption. Yeah. Yep, that's like, you, you did that with Darth Vader. You did that with Hux. As soon as you found out he's a good guy, 
he's dead. And then Kylo, make them have to kind of deal with the shit that yeah, they did. Yeah, give some consequences in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Send them north of the wall. And exactly. also, like, if Kylo, like, again, you're you're at this same point where, like, Luke was the only one, and then he had to, like, train a new, uh, you know, a class of Jedi or a new generation that, you know, the problem with Luke was he never knew the other side where if you have Kylo be the one that gets the arc, yep, like he now is yes. the one that has, has is he like knows how you can fall into the dark. Exactly. He's he is the most well versed at the balance yes. of it. all. And the reason so, I came with that idea is, is because earlier in the movie, when Han Solo came, he was like, you know, Oh, Kylo Ren is dead, but you know, Ben, ben Solo, Solo. Where it was, you know, he's like he, still had a, alive. he had a complete redemption arc and it was perfect for his character. Yeah. I felt like his, Whole redemption was like the best part of like. But would you? Here's the problem. Would you buy his redemption arc if he didn't give himself up for Ray? It does make his arc. I like, think can a he lot come of it, all the way full circle if he watches her die? Yes, because I feel like a lot of his had to do with like when he saw his father, which was like he was like, oh my god, I killed this guy, and he's still telling me like you can change, you can you know you can do this. It's not just all Ray. I think you know a good chunk of it is, but. She helped turn him, but a lot of it was he wants to be a good guy. Also, like, he watches her die. Don't you think that potentially leads him turning back? I would say, you know, and this could lead back to her being a solo. You know, he killed his dad. Wow, I fucked up. My mom killed herself for me to help me be better. I fucked up again. And now my fucking sister's dead. So, again, I fucked up three times. You know, I got to be better. So now I, I can like live sister, on love interest. Like either way, it's a power. I mean, either way it can be. I just think, you know, it would add more value to him because he could see everything he has done and everyone that he has like helped kill in his whole arc. And he can just kind of redeem himself and be like, all right, I know I need to be better now. I, I'm Ben now. I'm not Kylo Ren. He's a less you know? bland Luke Skywalker. Yes. He's like, he now, now I know, you know, like Dan was saying, I, I know the dark side. I know the Jedi side. I know what's good and what's bad. I can train nobodies to be Jedi. I can rebuild the Jedi order now. You know, I just think that. I can help you when you feel like you're going to the dark side. Yes. And I think that would have added some value to his character instead of having Ray live, you know. I mean. I mean, they both could have lived. That would have been fine They both could have lived too. They didn't have to die. I mean, it's just such a thing in Star Wars is like somebody dramatic has to die. It's going back to Endgame, you know. It's just, it's just they had to have a consequence. Someone had to die. They kill Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, and then they had to kill somebody. I mean, I, I guess they don't want to kill the main character. I guess they probably could continue her story if they wanted to. I doubt they will. But I would say that also Kylo is a main character. Like he's the most consistent through three films. I, yes, I agree. Yes. yes. And going back to Dan's uh, woman empowerment point, that was another thing that, uh, you know, with Star Wars fans probably hating or would hate that dynamic of oh, the mother-daughter. And I'm sure there's plenty that hated Rey being the main character. It goes back to Endgame again with having that whole scene at the end with all the female superheroes coming together and just fucking shit up. And I'm, I know... That, like, the movie Twitter probably had a fucking shit fit about that. It's always going to be, it's always going to be a thing when you have, like, a woman, which I know, like, a lot of people call Ray, like, a Mary Sue, which is, like, she was just a nobody, and then she had powers. It's, like, I'm sorry, there's a million mediocre white stars that, like, have had the same trope in movies, and no one said shit. The difference in the, in, like, the not to go down this too far, but, like, at least, like, the Star Wars audience is tough because of the fact that it came out in the 70s. There's a lot of gatekeepers. Yeah, and and there's a lot, there's a lot of older fans still, too, whereas at least Marvel 
you know, obviously there's comic book fans that go way back, and that's a whole other thing. But this Marvel universe, like, like the late, you know, like the late 2000s or yeah. something. Iron Man was like 2008, I think. Yeah. So most of them are a little bit more, and you also have so many female characters and you have female lead movies and all the stuff that at least at that point like i think for the most part people kind of like popped for that that scene like my bigger issue and it doesn't really have anything to do with whether it's male or female but my bigger issue like i said earlier, was the do sex machina thing with captain marvel not the female empowerment part but you're right there were still plenty of people that got really mad at that I wanted to ask you guys, because we kind of touched on this just for the first trilogy, and I don't think the second one would be worth discussing because I think, I mean, is there any acting in the second trilogy that you don't enjoy? Because I think everyone pretty much, like, there's, I don't really look at anybody and be like, oh, they like they didn't do this role By well. second trilogy, you mean the originals? Yeah, it's the original, okay. sorry, okay. yeah. So four, five, and six. I mean, I don't think, yeah, I've never really heard any issues really with the I mean, well acted. it's 70s and 80s. I mean, you can't expect much of this. Yeah. But I still, mean, like, I think, like, I would say I they think, all did a yeah. great, like, a, everyone pretty much did a great job. Like, I, think, I, I think the big thing is they're all, they had, you know, it was the 70s, they had built sets, and then you get the prequels, and it's all CGI, and right. CGI's great, and they're trying to buy green screen. It's. I can't imagine how hard it is to get in that. We could never screen. understand I mean, what the fuck Chewbacca ever said. I mean, we so can't, we came to the consensus. The writing did none of the actors in one through three it's any favors. But so as far as the last trilogy, then like, are there? Any, uh, what are your ups and downs as far as the casting? Because even though like we've gone back and forth on stories and, and development and whatnot, like I will say, I think I may have said it already, but like I think Daisy Ridley was a, a great as Ray. I agree. I have no problem with anything yeah. as far yeah, as her acting. Fine. I don't like, think the, the writing did her some disservice and i still yeah. think she like powered through it which is impressive and oscar isaac as poe is fucking awesome he's just an yes. awesome man. He's, he's right he's i think all the acting man. all the actors that were in the sequel trilogy were all good i had no issues with I who mean, they casted for that no movie. adam driver is just he's he's amazing like i loved him from girls the show he was on he's a very just like He's not saving his face for down the road. He's very, like, making faces. He's in it. Like, he was a fantastic to just this angsty, you know, Kylo yeah. Ren. It was just... And, and even, like... I believed it. Whatever that... uh was it Marriage Story? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's not my kind of movie, but he like, he, he's really he fucking good. Yeah. I, like, I'm up and down on him as Kylo. Like, I like the character, and I think, I don't, you know, I don't have any ideas on who could have done it better, no but way. there are just, there are just some weird spots for me with him. Um... But that's probably like a minority thing for me, and, and I'm okay with it. Like I, 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 I never bashed the I guy. I got one for you. He is a really good actor. Is my point. Yes. Like I, I respect I what of, he does. There is part of me never want to admit this till now that Mark Hamill may have overacted a little bit. I mean, that was like his first movies. Though, are you talking about like the originals? You talking about no, like uh, later? Yeah, on? I'm talking about the most recent trilogy. Okay, I mean, it's yeah. just weird how he's always like you know Luke. It was a little. And, like, I, I just think that that's, that's just Luke the character. To now yeah, he's like I don't. Guy, I don't know. Like, I mean, I loved it. Guy. He had like a bear like, grills thing come on. Like, he's like, I caught. I mean, I think fish. he. he like, I'm not saying he was bad or anything, but it was kind of hammy. I think to your point is, I think that you know he had such like such a presence, and he's built up this like persona of, of like like Mark Hamill just like not even as like Luke like Mark Hamill as a person is held in this crazy regard among oh, nerd yeah. culture yes. Star Wars culture everything Talk and, and, <laughs> and, and and he's embraced it and he's very uh, he's almost late night TV-esque like arrogant but not in a cocky it, yeah. way like just over the top he's persona. like I know I'm the shit but like I won't put it in yeah so There's like so money and you don't even know it. exactly <laughs> so he, he brought that into do. the second generation of Luke being a character and I enjoyed it and think it plays well off like an aging Luke from the first one but 
it is over the top a little bit, but I yeah. think it's by design, and I enjoyed it. But if somebody didn't, I could see it. Are we all Star Wars out? Or? Oh, the, the only other the, the only other thing is I want to say like my my favorite random casting of the entire third trilogy. If we're still talking about the acting of that, was Benicio del Toro. Oh my god, I yeah. love that character. As, I wasn't invested as, in like, it, but I was like, yeah. yeah. And that was like the best arc and twist of maybe the whole thing. Like not a, not the quick. not it the most shocking because obviously like Ray being a Palatine was like what the fuck but like that was annoying. This one was awesome because you know like they break out together and you really don't trust them and the whole time he's playing untrustworthy. But Star Wars has never really led you to somebody being this fluctuating and especially that like calm yeah. about it. Boy, is and that then the when he, the casino scene? Yes. Well, so the the casino threw them uh, breaking onto the ship to. Uh, break that tracking okay. mechanism or whatever. Stuff, like he gives her her necklace back and stuff, and you're like, oh, he's right. a nice guy. Yeah, and he's like, like, sorry, guy, it's just business. Yeah, like absolutely threw me like that. And I was like, you know, this is nice because we don't really see a lot of people that are neutral in Star Wars. Exactly. You get, like that's what you I know, mean. Yeah. Two sides of it, but he was like, it's it's all about. I me, felt like maybe. it was kind of a waste of a really good cameo because that whole casino scene was absolutely just, not. What are you talking about? Cameos that 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 are it like, would be a waste if he was only at the casino, but he plays heavily into the whole. Justin Theroux is in it for like a second i think benicio added to the casino scene he definitely added absolutely to yes. that whole yeah that's what made it better that whole yeah. thing like he made that better for me because like if he wasn't in it that whole scene would just been like shit for me it's what like we we've bashed the cgi i think a good amount Sure. But that casino looks fucking awesome. Yeah, like, oh, that, yeah, that was great. That whole thing was cool, and the like the chase kind of thing with whatever those, those things, like, the ostrich weird, looking like that was pretty good. Oh, like yeah, that, there that there really are good. very very select moments where the CGI is very impressive, and then there's a bunch of times where you're like, oh god, like this is too much. But that like th- that whole casino like that heist thing movie. all the way out like. Really, really worked for me. I yeah, like in episode one, the CGI, and it's kind of not fair to because that came out in ninety nine, ninety seven, ninety seven. Which one was that? No, I think it was episode 99. one. Yeah, yeah uh, it was like because 99. like CGI was still in its early stages. Like it felt like watching a video game half the yeah. time. Like the underworld. I think now it does, but, but it's like back then, even like yeah, when you saw like the Titanic, you were like, oh, this is real. Yeah. You know, well, see, that's that. That's how well, the Titanic felt. was real. It happened. They so died. True. You know what I mean? <laughs> that really <laughs> that's happened. How that really happened. Like that's how I felt with like Jurassic. Park, like yeah, you watch it now, like a dinosaur, holds up. Well, the thing with Jurassic Park, though, the way I, the, dinosaurs were real too. I fucking love practical effects versus CGI. I'd rather have fucking makeup and shit done up than a fucking computer make something. Like that's why Jurassic Park works so well because all those dinosaurs were fucking made real. They weren't CGI. They were real fucking mechanical dinosaurs. Yeah, and that added to the movie so much, which is where the prequel trilogy was just so. So much CGI. That yeah, and it's just, crazy that you know, going from one to two is a huge leap. Oh yeah, of the CGI, right? Because it, like, it, like it, three years, like it, it's it, almost unfair to criticism. So but it just, it it just it doesn't hold well. But, over but the time. funny part about it too, like just getting into like the filmmaking aspect of it, is imagine like everyone uses CGI now, and I'm sure it's still fairly expensive. But obviously, as technology has developed and everything's more common, like it becomes easier to do and whatnot. Like. You, you figure, yeah, there's a lot of work that goes into set design and all the costume makeup that would have gone into doing the same things you did in one. But imagine in 1999, the cost of that CGI, oh, yeah. Yeah. the yeah. cost of the technology, the cost of yeah. having people that knew how to do it. Because how many fucking people in the world knew how to do that at that time? Yeah. Like 25 so, yeah. people? Like yeah. you 
burned all that money for that too. Like you could have just done it the old way. And at that yeah. point in time, he it would have probably so been a significant budget reduction as well. Which, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter for Star Wars, obviously, yeah. but, yeah. you know, just to the point of, like, you want to make money, because they were clearly a cash grab, Yeah. then, yeah. you know, figure the budget part out, too. Yeah. I mean, it was such a long gap from Return of the Jedi to Episode 1, so, I mean, they had all that time. You Jedi's know? 81, 82? And, I, and I, like I said, like, Episode 1 was 99, so, I mean, that's such a huge gap, and you know they're going to see Star Wars regardless. Anybody's going to see a Star Wars movie Even when you watch Absolutely. 4, 5, and 6 now, I mean, I, I don't look at them, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, like, gimmicky. Like, that's probably plastic. It looks great. Yeah, yeah. and that and to me, that comes back to practical effects. It just it's looks so, so much, much better. A New Hope is 1977, and yeah. it looks great. Crazy. Like, it does. you know they're using, like, little model spaceships, but... It, yeah. It, I, yeah, I like when they, like, I loved when they had, like, a puppet Yoda versus in the prequel when they had CGI. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Who, I mean, it, it made sense to me to do Yoda CGI because he's fighting. Yeah, yeah. So you need yeah. him to do more than just. That's one of the only ones I don't have a problem with. But yes. I also like yes. kind of explained I, I said that, that I'm earlier. A like, bit of a Yoda for me, mark. it was a little bit of an adjustment, but not necessarily in a bad way. It's like they yeah. had sure. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah too, but. So the only other Star Wars note I had this stupid attempt at humor was we go. although the uh, <laughs> Knights of Ren looked like a Norwegian metal band that played Game of Thrones music covers like I thought are you like, saying that simply because we saw the Star Wars band that basically dresses like that uh, Galactic Empire yes. before <laughs> but no but anyway like I just I thought that was kind of a cool thing that they could have I don't know elaborated on I think they more. like kind of fucked up wait what do you want the them to Ren? elaborate on like no like Ren? I thought that like that was like like the opening scene of nine was awesome. We was just like, oh yeah, with Kylo, you know, Kylo's mowing down motherfuckers, and then like you uh, know okay. the Knights of Ren. I was like, damn, like this is some dark. I mean, the Knights of Ren scene in eight is awesome too. Like that yes. fight is really fucking yeah. good. It is. I mean, they're more elaborated in the books I for mean, sure. They yes. definitely could have yeah, expanded on them more in the but movies, like, which I wish they would. Really want to yeah, know like, about I thought them? That was, I mean, no. I would have know, wanted to know more about. It. I thought I thought they were like. But now you're talking awesome. about a four or five hour movie. It's Star yeah. The, the problem. Yeah. I mean, well, so I mean, I'm many, sure we can so come up with plenty to cut down. out of those yeah, stories yeah. and replace exactly. it with. Like one of the things I would have really liked is like a single flashback to, like Leia and Han parenting Kylo. You literally yeah. get none of it. Like the that shit is just thrown you at you. Kylo as a kid is with Luke. Luke. Yes. yes, right. So like you get nothing right. about that parentage at all. But you kind of feel like he's like a normal kid, and they just kind of ship him off to Luke. They're like, okay. He, well, you he, get that because yeah. you don't, don't have anything else to go. Exactly. With. Yeah. yeah. But that's so, a big so thing in Star empty. Wars. It's there's all these loose ends, and they're like, mm, we'll sure. Fill there's in a the, lot we'll of them. The but they later. hammer that parentage home, and like they adore that kid. So if you give me one flashback to him being a happy kid with them being loving parents, because. The, the 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 problem with that is the whole time we've never really bought Han to be dependable or around or anything. No. You just assume he abandoned Leia right. as so, soon as did. Kylo was so born. So you you, yeah. you kind of assume that that would have led into his angst, but there is no hint that like yeah, there, like it seems very much loves his it, son. It very much seems like Han split after, after Kylo they, was already like yeah. gone. But I mean, that's again like you can have it's like a regular person. You can have wonderful parents, and then you can grow up and be Jeffrey Dahmer. Sure, you know, I mean it's, it's just like Luke <laughs> sensing that he has something bad, and that's why he tried to kill him. I mean that, I mean that could have been just the way that. I'm he not turned, talking about the. Fl- I'm just saying the 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 like 
unabashed love that they show several times throughout this movie for their son, and we can't get one. Yeah, they don't show nothing about of them, them being good parents. To him is just a little bit unfulfilled. Could, also, him as a happy child, we're like, you know, fuck you, dad. When he's an angry teenager slamming <laughs> so the bedroom door, like, like that's why I thought he's going to become. I mean, a the Sith same Lord. thing. Like, it's like Ray too. Like, I feel like both of them. You you really get no like uh, one or two flashbacks each to their entire backstory. Pry clears up a lot and sets up a lot more for them. That's all I'm saying. I would also and there's like so to much know. other bullshit in those movies you could cut in place for yeah. it. Yeah. How, how no, long was point. Palpatine in Kylo's head before all that? Like that, if you were going to go down like that to flashbacks, it's like, how long has it been Palpatine been in this kid's head and been like, hey, hey, you want to be, you want to hang out? You want to? Well, I mean, that guy? goes back to, you know, Snoke being alive. Because Snoke was just a clone of Palpatine. Yes. So, I mean, Snoke was probably, however long he was alive for. I mean, Palpatine's I mean, also a clone too, right? I mean, I don't know if it's ever even hinted that like Palpatine was the I thing getting at him. You you either have to figure out if it's Luke's insecurity, and then once he turned Kylo away, that then he was sought out. Luke definitely fucked up on that. Or one. if Palpatine, because we know he has a strength level, we know that he has like a correlation to Luke being that they've interacted. If he was putting that doubt in Luke's head to drive Kylo Ooh. to him. That's a good point. So there's a lot of ways it can go. It's never fucking explained, of no. course. But I think but. that's what also makes like Luke so human is like he he really he really fucked up exactly. At that point. <laughs> yep. And and whatever it is, like whatever that reason is, like it'd be cool to know. But like, there's no doubt. Like it's very believable based on his whole character. So like, that part works for you. Yeah. So that's fine. Whether it's Palpatine getting in his head or whether it's just his insecurities, like you buy it either way. So that's Star Wars. That's yeah. just that's what and that's fine. Do. Like those things are enjoyable and they make great discussion points. But the things that seem like they should be this and instead they're that, and you have no explanation why that's where the whole series becomes frustrating. And those are fair conversations to have. The gatekeeping stuff is where it's very tedious to try and enjoy toxic. something like it's this. So, yes, very toxic. I mean, does anyone have anything else to add? I mean, I think we kind of covered like a ton of you know star wars content here i think i'm i'm pretty good with what we talked about anyone yeah. else anything else to add no it's great i'm waiting for season two of the mandalorian baby Let's absolutely yes, yes hell yeah and they just oh, announced boba fett's gonna be yes in boba it. fett's back in it I mean, doing what? anything to get at baby yoda yeah all right don't tell me anymore now. and rosario dawson's in it Ooh, timothy right. oliphant was just announced yeah. as yeah. being in it. it's gonna be awesome i mean it's a it's a great we, show like it's funny because I would have got Disney Plus anyway, but when I got Disney Plus, like that was coming out, and you're like, "Oh my god, like this is so good, like this is worth it alone." And then literally since then, there's been nothing. nothing. With Disney I Plus haven't that touched I care it about. Uh, besides to watch Just Star Wars, Wars right. Right. Yeah, and The Simpsons. I have not touched it. The only since two things then. I turned it on for is yeah. Simpsons like, and Star Wars. When's the Loki show coming out? That's all I'm waiting for. I watch Onward with my wife. <laughs> oh yeah, I watched like forty minutes of it. No, nah, it was fine. It what is that? Is that that Harrison Ford dog one? No, that's uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> that one I was like, that's, what are they doing? Chris Pratt and I always confuse Holland. it with trolls. Oh but, yeah, no, no thanks. I'm good on it, this. It's not bad. I mean, it's v- it's very D and D esque. So if you oh, like yeah, D and D, there's a lot of references to it. It's not like Magic the Gathering. You don't know, buddy. Stop talking out your ass. It's all the same. It's very D and D esque because, like, basically. Like Chris Pratt's character is this big like D and D nerd, and they end up going on this adventure. And the reason he's so apt to it is because he's just basically acting like it's Dungeons and Dragons. So it's cool for those people. I didn't finish this. So I don't actually know what happens, but like it seemed okay. I mean, hey, if you're paying for the network, then why not? It's yeah, funny. like that's something. If you have a kid, like that's a movie you could stay. I don't know. It's, like, it's not really. I mean, it's like a it's like a tweener kind of thing. It's not a kid movie. Like it's definitely because I mean, how many kids are playing D and D? Like it's definitely a oh, Disney yeah. attempt at adults. Well, I think watch they would it with, like, still a enjoy it though without. Knowing. Well, they'll enjoy anything, but it's yeah. not a it's not necessarily a kid movie. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, you haven't even fucking watched it, man. <laughs> or, or you did watch it. No, I did watch oh, it. Oh, sorry. I just never played D&D. Yeah. Well, then you're an asshole. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess this wraps up our very first episode of Popcorn and Potables. Again, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. You know, you can follow us on Twitter at PopcornPPN and at Process Potables. I mean, you can even visit the website, www.processpotables.com. And, yeah, I mean, that's it. See you at the next movie, man. Yeah, we'll see you next time. (laughs) 